Hey there on the deck fans, listeners and subscribers. It's Moya again with another episode of On the Deck with Moya. Welcome everybody. So this morning I wanted to jump on Happy Sunday to just say to you today that you are worth it. If you ever doubted yourself at any given time, today it's a reminder. You are worth it. You are worth every penny, you are worth every pain, you are worth every tear, you are worth it all. You are worth the ultimate sacrifice that was made for you and I. You are worth it. So I want to jump on here and I'm going to try my best to not be long-winded. I'm still not feeling 100%, but here goes. You are worth it. Isn't that a wonderful thing to talk about? How many times have you questioned yourself about your worth? How many times have you questioned your value? Whether you are in a relationship, whether you're in a friendship, whether you're in a job, whatever the situation may be, how many times have you questioned yourself? Am I worth it? I want to remind somebody today. I want you to hear my voice. You are. Yes, you are worth it. All of it. So while we go deep dive into what worth really is and what it means and what it is that I'm actually speaking of, ask yourself this question, very personal question. What is my worth? What am I worth? But but wait, I don't want you to pull out your balance sheet and profit and loss sheet. I don't want you to pull out your life insurance policies. I don't want to pull out your bank statements to tell me a price. But I really want you to think about it and ask yourself the question, what am I worth? While you think about it, I'm going to briefly talk about um, the story of Hosea. And for those of us who don't know who he is, this is a reintroduction. So I'm going to read briefly from Hosea 3 verse 1. Hosea had some spending to do. God told him, go yet love a woman who is beloved by her friends, who is unfaithful. Love her the way I love my people, who took unto themselves other gods and loved the wine they were given. You know, that that let that rest in your spirit for a minute. Even though she married Hosea, even though she committed herself to him as his wife, the attraction of Gomer's former life lured her back into prostitution. So how many of you have been lured back into past life, past lifestyle, past behaviors? I'm never going to drink again, but I'm lured back in because of the type of friends I keep. I'm going to stop partying and spending so much. But the allure of the new styles and the new gadget just pulls you right back into those old nasty spendthrift habits. You know what? I'm going to stop being so much of a giver. But you go back to giving because you have a habit of pleasing people. I'm not saying that is a bad thing. I'm just saying there should be a limit, right? A lot of times we are lured back into behaviors that are not good for us. For those of us who smoke and say, oh God, I'm going to stop smoking today. And here you go. They present you with the, with the, the, um, the vape. Oh, it's not as bad as smoking. It's better for you. Except without the tar that comes from cigarettes, you're now inhaling metals from the vapor. Bad for you. But it's a lure. You're lured back into something that looks almost right, but not quite. 
right? So Gomer, Hosea's wife, was lured back into prostitution because of the allure of the lifestyle. Because of it. That's it. And that's just things that we do. It's the human condition. Persuasion, right? We promise God to always love, obey, and honor him. And we go right back to forgetting that he even exists until we're in trouble. We promised ourselves, I'm going to make sure I service my car every single month. You never do. Because of the allure of the car never giving you any problems. The car's not complaining, so why am I going to bother with it? You know, stuff like that. It's just a simple example, but stuff like that. But anyway, talking about talking about Hosea, when his family found out that um, there was problems in paradise, problems in his, his marriage, just like a lot of us, they probably were saying to him, we told you not to marry her. I know some of us can relate to friends and family telling us not to marry a particular person or not to get involved with a particular person or even not to be involved in certain friendships, not to take the job that was being offered to you because to them it appears to be not so good for you. I am 100% sure that we have friends who have told us that. I have. I have friends who would warn me. I have family members who have warned me to stay away from certain people and stuff like that. But like Jose, even though his family was telling him in no uncertain term that he should not be with this woman, here he is before God, hearing God's instruction, telling him, that's the woman I want you to go get. It didn't make sense to him. And I'm pretty sure Gomer never heard the message. God just gave that instruction to Jose, go get that woman. How many of us have had that type of relationship where God is telling us to do something? It seems not right. Why would God tell me to go get a prostitute? Why would God tell me to be with an unequally yoked woman? Why would God tell me to go date a man that doesn't even see me? Why would God tell me to take a job that doesn't even pay me what I'm worth? We question those things. Hence, we go back to the same question, am I worth it? What are you worth? We can pause for a moment and think about the story of the woman at the well. She didn't think she was worth anything either. But God saw value in her as his creation and helped her to recognize what she thirsted. Because her whole life, she's been through what, five men living with somebody else's husband. She didn't think she was worth anything. People talked about her, talked behind her back and all that stuff. She did not believe she was worth anything, but God saw her worth. He had vested interest in her just like he does you he has vested interest in you no matter what your circumstances he has vested interest in you no matter what the storm you're experiencing no matter the abuse no matter the rejection no matter what how other people perceive you he still has vested interest because he knows you are valuable he knows there's purpose on your life or in your life So he will give the ultimate sacrifice for you, just like the prodigal son. He did not think he was worthy enough to be considered a part of his father. So when he came back, he told his father he would work as a slave. But his father says, no, I will take you back no matter how dirty, no matter how many mistakes, no matter how many shortcomings, I will take you back. That is how God sees us. You are worth it. You are worth it. In the story of Gomer and Hosea, 
Gomer was called back into prostitution. She was used up. She was abused. And then she no longer served the purpose. So the man she met put her up for sale for half of what they're typically sold for. So a slave back then or a prostitute could be sold for 30 pieces of silver. Gomer was being offered for sale for 15 pieces of silver. Even at 15 pieces of silver, Hosea couldn't afford to buy her back. He had to make up the difference with livestock, with grains, so he can finally get her back. And you question yourself, am I, am I worth it? Am I worth it? I'm telling you that you are. You are worth more than the price that people place on you. You are worth more than the value that they put on you. Just because someone else doesn't see your value does not make you worthless. Just because they don't understand who you are, it does not make you worthless. There's purpose in your life. I want you to understand this. Even if you make mistakes, you're still worth it. Even if you mess up, you are still worth it. I want you to believe this. You are worth more than a million gazillion dollars, however you want to put it. You are worth more than anything in this world because you were bought at a price that goes beyond earthly values, right? You are precious. If you understand the meaning of precious, then you understand what you're worth it. So ask yourself the question, what am I worth? Do you think that anybody other than God would pay for you with everything they have? Do you think anybody other than God would be prepared to pay the ultimate price for you? Ask yourself that question. And then, am I worth it? Are you worth it? I will answer that question for you in two parts. Yes and no. Yes, because my God was willing to pay the ultimate sacrifice. And no, because as it relates to human beings, we could be considered secondhand goods, right? Even though a lot of times, like you may be trapped in your past. You may be looking at your past life and saying, you know, I'm not, I don't think I'm worth it. You may be trapped in the present, living a particular life, and you don't believe in your heart that you are worth it. But even when no one else wants you, even when no one else sees your value, even when they discard you and see you no longer fit for any purpose, even when all of that is taking place, I want you to remember that God loves you. And this is not a temporary type of love. It is the everlasting love that draws you and I in every single time we mess up. The grace that you and I experience every single time we make a mistake. Every single time. But you are worth it. All of it. You are worth every single sacrifice. Are you tired of just sitting there waiting for the right person to come along and say, here I am? Are you just desperately tired of waiting to be seen? Are you desperately tired of waiting to be heard? Are you desperately tired to feel worthless? Please understand you are worth everything, all of it. You are worth it. Stop looking back over your life and trying to recoup value. You're already valuable. 
God has spent his life, his entire eternity looking for you, walking back and forth, trying for you to see him and to let you understand that you're not devalued in his sight. He's trying for you to understand, I am not buying you at a bargain price. For you to understand that no matter what it is, I am willing to pay that price for you. I'm willing to pay whatever it takes. And when he pays that price, he will keep you in his fold, in the bond of everlasting love and kindness. Who is listening to me right now needs to hear this and needs to know it. It's a reminder. You could be battered, bruised, discarded, abused, misunderstood, or even in the eyes of someone else feel devalued. You are worth it. You are worth everything that God has, that God is willing to sacrifice for you. You are worth it. If you're in the midst of friends that don't see your value, don't force them to see it. If you are in a relationship that this person does not see your value, you know what you're supposed to do. You can't force people to see you the way God does because they're not God. But if you know your value, you will make preparations for that value to be ever present in someone's face. You are worth it. Everything about you. So I leave you with this. Understand no matter what happens in your life, understand that whatever is going on in your life and you question yourself, are you good enough as a mother? Are you good enough as a, good enough as a friend? Are you good enough as a partner? Are you good enough as an employee? Remember, just because others don't see your value does not make you worthless. Guard your mind, control your power, because if you don't, something or someone else will. And most of all, you're valuable. You are worth it. You're wonderful and you're beautiful. And absolutely nothing about your life is a mistake. Have a wonderful Sunday.